Hello, everybody. My name is Harrison. You're listening to the Doom Thugs podcast and the official podcast of DoomThugs.com and the number one podcast of Delco, Pennsylvania. As you can tell, um, I'm introing the show, which means Mike's not here. Uh, Mike, we miss you. We love you. We wish you the best. This ship does not steer the same without you at the helm. Um, we normally record at Doom Thugs HQ. Right now, we're in, our Delco show is invading Montco. Uh, let me introduce, I guess you're my co-host today. Yeah, uh, so we're still a special guest, I mean. Or a special guest. Yeah. You first knew him as one of my 11 billion cousins. <laughs> then you knew him as the once and current host of the Nobody Cares podcast. And now you know him as the irredeemable hacker, Nolan. It's Nolan. Oh, right. Yeah. I've got new fame. I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah. yeah. You're infamous. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you, man? I'm great. Thanks for having us. Well, no, thank you for having me. Well, I'm still on the show. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah thank you. I mean, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate to be it. here. To be in the Happy to nobody be cares studio. Yes. Uh, let me cut to the chase. Bring on a new friend of the show. New guest has not been on the Doom Thugs podcast before. Also, co-host of the Nobody Cares podcast. It's Jeff. Hey, how's it going? Doing great. How are you, buddy? I'm good. I'm glad to be. Uh, Finally on the Doom Thugs podcast. With the little asterisks. We, I was talking to Nolan. We're going to have you and Dom and Nolan all together as one on the Doom Thugs podcast at Doom Thugs HQ at some point. Get it down to when the real this, studio. When the schedules align and the stars align. Yeah. Cool. Looking forward to it. But Big, for right now... Huge you could, crossover event. Oh, like yeah. Is, uh, <laughs> we, yeah. Could do, uh, we could do the podcast version of like uh, Infinity War Endgame. <laughs> yeah. It would, it would dwarf the, the scale of that movie. That'd yes. be amazing. Yeah. We should we should do that. Yeah, um, a few weeks away, right? Endgame. Yeah, it's about what, a what, month or 20, so. Twenty six. Yeah, almost exactly a month. I feel like every weekend. I think in April there's something huge. So oh. the first weekend is WrestleMania, and <laughs> nice. The thing about that, well, you know, wrestling is a huge part of the Doom Thugs experience. Oh, for sure. Um, so the first weekend that's WrestleMania. WrestleMania is insane because every wrestling promotion, not just WWE, does huge events that weekend. Oh, okay. So like. First of all, there's the WWE WrestleMania. Then there's the NXT, which is, you know, part of the WWE. NXT is like sort of the farm league. They're doing a takeover. Takeover is their pay-per-views. Okay. Um, There's some huge New Japan Pro World Wrestling thing happening in New York (laughs) City that weekend. Nice. And then, you know, you got other promotions like Ring of Honor. They're doing something. I feel like uh, Japanese wrestling is just batshit insane. (laughs) Like whenever I see clips of it. Here's the deal. Like, These guys go all out, man. Now, you know Mike is the wrestler fanatic of the Doom Thugs podcast. Aficionado, and I, yeah. I've slowly been introduced into that world over the past couple of years. Yeah. Um, I'm the type of person where, this point in my life, I'm only watching pay-per-views. I'm not watching week to week. Okay. Um, that And the reason I bring that up is because I don't understand the pay-per-view schedule of Japanese wrestling. But what I've seen <laughs> of Japanese wrestling is the best wrestling nice <laughs> it's just that i have a subscription to the wwe network so it's a right. lot easier for me to watch wwe and nxt than it is to watch new japan <laughs> well i imagine the the japanese wrestling would be on at a, like a strange time here like too, 3 right? 3 p.m or it's something some, like that yeah, yeah. If, if you want to watch it live it's like i think 5 a.m on oh my <laughs> coast <laughs> i remember um the few times i used to really be into tennis not that i'm not into it now but i used to really like to watch the opens and I know the Australian Open, like whenever they would have the actual like Grand Slam matches, like the the main events, they'd be on at like two in the morning, and I'm yeah. like, I'd have to stay up to watch it. But you can't know. do that anymore. I, I was gonna say I still remember when it was like my my uh, experience with wrestling. Everything was like when it was WWF. You remember that? Yep. <laughs> I, and it was like, wasn't it on like uh, TNT or something they would have? USA like, or TNT, or one, one of those, those things. So yeah. I know USA has had the rights to air Raw for like a bazillion years. Okay. Um, I think TNT, whichever one's had, no, TBS is the one that Ted Turner owns. He was the owner of WCW. Oh, okay. Uh, speaking of wrestling, I uh, just want to say real briefly, uh, obviously cats out of the bag. We have the Doom Thugs Wrestling Association videos. Yes. Uh, that was f- amazing. Just a little bit of a tease of what's upcoming. Uh, we don't necessarily have a set schedule of our content release for that product, but uh, what's coming up down the pipeline is if you watch the Royal Rumble video, the last 10 people to get thrown out of the ring yeah. are all competing in a new tournament to eventually face the winner of the Royal Rumble, Mr. 69. Oh, so the shit. first video coming up is a fatal five way ladder match featuring Mopito, okay, featuring Billionaire, 
Um, General JPJ, Night nice. Keen, and Nolan. Oh, nice. What about um? There's no. Uh, what was uh, Dom's name? Dreamboat. He's, Dreamboat Dom. Yeah. He's part of that top ten, but he's later in the tournament. Oh, gotcha. Okay. The right, Fatal right, Five Way cool. Ladder Match is the first step nice. of the tournament. I'm glad I made it in there. Uh, <laughs> that should hopefully knock on wood. Uh, be coming out within the next week or two. Nice, nice. Just for everybody to know. Uh, and then you got you got to get Jeff on there in uh, 12, 29, 2K19. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the reason I bring that up also is because. We're no strangers here to producing fictional leagues of <laughs> competition using video games. Hell no. Jeff, you were part of that, right? Yeah. Are we talking about the, the, uh, the hockey one? Yeah, yes. three, three I don't think I was part of that one either. Okay. Mm. We, you were hanging around at the time. I was. We just, I, you might have been doing it on like that day I was working or gotcha. something. I guess we did all film that in one day, right? We did. So let's back Damn. up. Uh, this was what, like 2011? Yeah. Uh, 2010? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, 2011 sounds right, I think. So I believe, Nolan, you were the first person I talked to. I was like, hey, I discovered this thing called a capture card. You can use this device to capture video game footage. Yeah. And so we, and I say this definitely sounded really cool. Yeah, definitely sounded really cool. This is like also like at the the nascent beginnings of like let's plays and Twitch streaming. Mm -hmm. And so uh, and I, I think I think this was born. The idea for you was born out of like the our family. We always get together for like I want to say three summer parties. It'd be Memorial Day, July Fourth, and Labor Day. Yes. And we like no matter what, like all the cousins would come over and we'd always be playing a ton of games, yes. different video games and stuff. And I think one of them that got broken out was the N64 and Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey. Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, my memory's hazy, but eventually what we decided was that uh, you and I were the commentators <laughs> and that we all split off into two person teams because the N64 is 2v2. Yep. And we recorded this sort of tournament of us playing Wayne Gretzky 3D hockey. And in between that, we did almost like WWE style promos exactly. where the teams would be interviewed and they would trash talk the other teams. Right. It'd be like a, a press conferences at yes. the yeah, so they could talk about stuff. And <laughs> Absolutely. And then uh, the announcers even got in there on the action. They were there. Yeah, the team. announcers were a team, yes. which was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, is that still online? It's still on YouTube. Yeah, you should, off, uh, you should like link it like yeah. on your website or True. something. Yeah. Just, we're we're gonna do that. I uh, remember the way it ended up being because I think when we when we filmed it and I was editing it, I wanted to have like four ten minute episodes, mm -hmm. and I think I couldn't manage to get down the time of the last episode, or I would have had to have broken it in a really weird way. So I think the last episode is like almost ha like double that, like seventeen oh. eighteen minutes. It really annoyed me, but at the time I was like, yeah. And I think the final video is just the outtakes, which is the one I always go back to and watch because that cracks me up. Um, I just think back on that time when I was like thinking like, man, Harrison, you really did not know anything about capturing footage. <laughs> you did not know about how this technology worked one iota. Well, I mean, the nice thing is like, well, clearly it was a, it was a, it was a good and it was a funny idea. And yeah. now you've refined it with the yeah. Doom Thugs It's wrestling. funny how like... That, I guess, was the real beginning of me trying to break into the world of like producing video game content. Because then before the Doom Thugs podcast relaunched, Mike and I had our YouTube channel, Robot Feelings. I don't even think I know about that. Uh, that's all online. It's on YouTube, Robot Feelings with a Z. Okay. And that was a Let's Play style video series we did for the better part of six to eight months. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, we have an entire full playthrough of Lego Batman 2 co-op. <laughs> that was nice. a fun game. And then we have... Um, whatchamacallit, a bunch of other one-offs, a uh, couple pinball videos, a lot of uh, Super Nintendo co-op beat-em-ups. Nice. Stuff like that. Nice. Jeff and I still plan to get through Hex in one of these oh. days on the N64. <laughs> Dude, like, that that game is so hard to look at. Yeah, it hurts your eyes. Like, that's the thing. You go back and you play these games and you and It's like, like strange your eyes because, like, <laughs> you, you don't know what you're looking at. You don't know if it's like in focus or it's out of focus. Yeah. There's no map. It doesn't nothing doesn't nothing. You don't know where you're supposed to go. Exactly. It's Hexen's like uh, Doom, but like medieval times. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It had the Doom and a little bit of magic in it. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, we didn't get very far, did we? <laughs> I want to say we got the. Like, I the feel like we just area, walk around yeah. in circles until we find just maybe something trying to new. kill yeah. guys. Yeah. Um. So Jeff, since you're new to the podcast, I know this is something Mike likes to do, and maybe we'll do it a little bit more officially when you're on at the HQ. But let me run down. Let's run down the list. Where'd you grow up? Uh, King of Prussia. King of Prussia. School? Upper Marion. Upper Marion. With Nolan? Same. Yes. Like, I same say, middle school and high school or yes. just same high school? I want to say I, I have a memory of Jeff in fifth grade. Okay. So like, I, for sure, we've been going to the same classes since fifth grade. Yeah. So. But when did you actually start being friends? Senior, Senior year. 
Jinx. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> okay. Because... Uh, and the funny thing is, is Jeff and I actually had classes together senior year, but we got to be better friends through the movie theater. Gotcha. We both work in there. Oh, so you're both movie theater people. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Jeff and, and uh, Jeff actually, I think you started there almost a full year before I did. I started in these. No, not December. Was I think? Yeah, it was I think it was December of 2005 is when I started. Yeah. And I was yeah. September of 06. So wow. yeah. It's <laughs> a long time ago. Oh, I know. I'm We're just old. Think, We're old now. And I'm thinking to myself that um. I don't remember when I I don't remember, I don't have my first memory of meeting you, but I'm thinking that like while I was in college from like 2005 to 2009, I would only visit Nolan during the summer, mm-hmm. usually one or two of the parties. Yeah, because you'd be up at Ithaca. Yeah, I, th- I think I think probably one of the first times I met you, it was you and Brian were always coming around together. Yes, mm-hmm. because I didn't have a car because I was a loser. <laughs> um, well, like um, so that would have been, but that would have been after I graduated, so like 2010, 2009, that probably 2010. Probably sounds yeah, about right. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, and then uh, any, Jeff, any sports in high school? Uh, baseball. Baseball. I didn't play baseball fan. I didn't play all four years because okay. I didn't really like the people on my team. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted, I wanted to do something else. Looking back on it, I probably should have played all four years, but it's whatever. If, yeah. if the people are lame, then I mean. it's like they all had like I felt like the outsider. Everybody else, like they were all friends with each other for the most part. It was like was, that baseball click kind, kind of. of. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I have some sports regrets. I, I've talked about it on the show before. I wish I did shot put all four years. I only did one year. Oh, uh, but that one year I did set a record. What was nice the record? Uh, fifth farthest throw indoor shot put. That's a twelve pound shot, uh, thirty five feet. Nice. Wow. Now, what's the secret to shot put? Is it just I mean sheer strength? Were you strong, super strong dude then? No, I was the I was fatter than I am was. <laughs> sorry, let me start the <laughs> sentence again. I was bigger than I am now in okay. high school. Um. The trick to shot put is actually all physics and leverage and springing motion. Okay. Um, so basically... Because you can kind of do like a spin yeah, lined up, right? My coach... So our track coach was way more focused on track than field. <laughs> all right. And so the way, the way you see Olympic people do it is they do that spin. It's mm-hmm. like two or three rotations and then they do. Um, so the rotation helps build centrifugal force or however you pronounce that. Yeah. And then the springing is literally you're just jumping up and you're using all your muscles to make that spring to then push the shot into the air roughly at a 30, 40 degree angle. Okay. Because uh, it's too low and it'll hit the ground too high and it just elephants straight up, straight down. Um, the way my coach taught me was basically uh, lean back and then quickly snap to lean forward. It's hard to describe without actually seeing it. Yeah, I, I think I know what you're talking you're about. You're basically that. stationary. Yeah. It's basically, you. It's instead of spinning and then snapping up, you're just doing the snap up. Okay. Hmm. Um, I don't know why he didn't trust us to uh, use a spin, but also I was super, and am still to this day, uncoordinated. <laughs> So maybe he was just trying to save my knees or something yeah, or my I mean, ankles. You made it work, though. You set the record or yeah. set a record. It's probably been broken by now, but, <laughs> you know, all things. You don't go back every once in a while to find out? Like I've been saying the past couple of weeks about buying it. It's like, <laughs> hey, Amazon, send me a 12-pound iron ball. <laughs> Here you go. Or um, I'm just saying, like, you show back up at the high school like in the bleachers <laughs> like you're like the, the retired coach with the record. <laughs> yes. I remember train the new person. I remember in, in eighth grade for baseball, I think we were practicing inside because it was raining or something. And you were a catcher, right? I was about to ask that. Um, yes. Okay. Whoa. What? I, to this day, I'm almost like, I don't know how catchers do that. I can barely, like, bend down, like, for, like, 30 I, seconds. I can't remember. Time. I can't remember if I was catching in middle school. I probably was. I don't remember. But we were having practice inside, and our coach was having us chuck medicine balls. Mm-hmm. And we were going downstairs. I think I think back to the locker room, and somebody had chucked a medicine ball at one of the kids who wasn't looking, and it hit him oh, in the shit. back of the head. <laughs> Damn, dude. I, I, yeah, that was rough. Yeah. <laughs> and the coach was super pissed off. I bet. Yeah. I mean, you could seriously injure a kid yeah. like that. You said that was middle school? I think that was eighth grade. So probably not like the 16-pound medicine ball. Maybe like the four-pounder? 10 pounder is, there, is so. there an eight pound i feel There's, like there was an eight pound i feel like i feel like eight sounds right oh, okay but now you're i mean your knees are a little like they aren't perfect yeah right? no my knees are a little jacked up oh, yeah. um i don't know a number of years ago i think i had some sort of like um tendonitis in my knees or something like that mm-hmm. made it super hard to straighten them up mm-hmm. i remember that was really pa- that was really yeah. painful that's kind of gone away but yeah every once in a while my knees kind of yeah act up a little bit that's rough <laughs> Just for high school baseball. Yeah. That's why I didn't play any sports in high school. <laughs> I was trying to keep pristine body. I thought you, you were know? a tennis player. 
<laughs> I mean, I played it for fun, but I didn't play competitively. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I should I should have played all four years. Yeah, would have gone pro. There you go. <laughs> With those scouts <laughs> out there, would have bought my mansion. Yeah, there you go. All right, let me let me shift subjects for a second. Um, the three of us at this table are pretty big gamers. Oh, I would say so. And the big news that just dropped this week is that Google is entering the fray with video game. I guess I'll use the word console, but as I'll describe, it's not really a console. Um, so for those of you who don't know, Google just announced Project Stadia. Which I, I read an article today. I didn't realize that that's the plural form of stadium. Did you know that? Uh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, so I know if I knew that, but it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. I, mm-hmm. I just didn't. I didn't put that together. Is that what the actual name is, or is that like a like a code name or I something? Keep hearing it referred to as Project Stadia, mm. and usually when these gaming companies refer to something as Project Blank, that's not the final name. That's true. Because I mean, the Xbox Dolphin, Project, well, Dolphin. the Project Scorpio was the Xbox One. one. Yeah. yeah. That's why I was asking. Yeah. Because I don't think I heard the word project in front of it until you just mentioned it. Uh, I mean, or I could be wrong, you know. I, I mean, think there's a long history of me just talking on my ass on the show. I mean, I, I, have, I haven't looked up too much about it either. I think so, PS4 was like Project Morpheus or something, which <laughs> at this point, like, does anybody think that PlayStation's not going to name their system like numbered? You know what I mean? <laughs> like Sony's like, I mean, I mean, with Microsoft, the, the sky's the limit. You can name it whatever you want. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think the next one's going to be called the uh, Xbox 360 One X. Oh, my God. Um, but anyway, so here's the selling point of the Google Project Stadia is that it's streaming only. You basically just through any device, whether it be a phone, a television, a computer, I doubt they'll have an actual hardware console they sell, but you just stream the game over the internet. Mm-hmm. And there's some other features that they were touting. Like if you're watching a YouTube video of somebody playing a game, you can pause the video, press a button, and then immediately pick up that game where the video was. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Because then I've, and this is what I've also heard is like, you'll be able to launch the game or whatever they want to call it, the console from your browser too. Yes. So like it would just yeah. pop right up from the YouTube. And uh, about six months ago, Google was doing tests where they were streaming um, one of the newest Assassin's Creed game th- directly through the Google Chrome browser. Oh, okay. Uh, Project Stadia, the main component that they're manufacturing is a controller that somehow automatically hooks into your house's Wi-Fi and then you just like point it at the device you want to play on. Now, that's what I was cu- a little curious about. Like, like yeah. the controller uses Wi-Fi as opposed to Bluetooth? Right. So, so you would just point it at like your PS4? Or, or like your TV. smart TV? Or I don't know. So here's the whole reason I want to bring it up. A, because we're all gamers. We all like know the lingo and the language and yeah. the, the lay of the land. And two, it's because got to get on that old man rant <laughs> and say, <laughs> I think this is a terrible idea. Back in my day, um, you had to plug your console exactly, in. Exactly, yeah. But we'll see the the article I was reading today. Like they were they were bringing up some good pros and some good cons. I thought no. like the pro was they were saying that like essentially with it being a streaming only service, you you could, like basically all you need is the controller and you're running 4K 60 frames games on your TV without any console if you have the right internet. Well, I guess that's true, but I mean, and all the all the heavy end stuff is on Google servers. Right. It's one of these things where, in theory, I see what they're going for. Here's here's. Let me sidetrack for a second. Um, Microsoft, when they announced the uh, Xbox One back in 2013, uh, met with just mountains of hate because they were like, we're not going to have a disk drive. It's going to be streaming only, download only. Yeah. And the gamers, you know, revolted. They made their um, presence known. Mm-hmm. And they uh, Microsoft was like, all right, never mind. <laughs> so now two things are happening. One is that Microsoft has something called Game Pass which is their, it's like PS Now. Right. It's like a library you subscribe to and you stream games through the Xbox console. Mm -hmm. And then two, some other people in Microsoft, a different division, I just read this headline, was like, hey, um, I guess they were saying this, the FCC or the the government body, they're like, broadband in this country sucks. Yeah. And like, the point is, is that like, yeah, great Google, you want to have streaming video games, but like most people don't have the internet capabilities to stream 4K, let alone 1080. Right. I mean, you know. I mean, I'm sure there, yeah, there are still some places in the country that don't have like any good internet. Oh yeah, no, there's, uh, you can easily find this. I don't have it off the tip of my mind, but um, something crazy like 12 to 15% of the country has internet speeds of DSL or lower. Oof. Probably what, like the middle of the country, I would assume, right? Yeah. It's harder like, to lay down the, yeah. the wires, I guess, or something. 
Uh, and then so, I know I've been dominating this, but the broader thing is that it just seems like our culture in general is moving towards streaming. And again, old man rant, don't <laughs> like it. I mean, I get the fact that a lot of people uh, don't like having discs anymore and mm. don't like storing discs. And the convenience of not having to pop them in and out, you know. But at the, the other time, you're at the will of the streaming platforms to dictate to you what you can and cannot watch. It's true. That's true. And even yeah. sometimes like with me, because I run Plex, you know, Yeah, I know Jeff has sometimes had issues connecting or George has had issues connecting. I have issues. It's like, yeah. yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's not a, a perfect system for sure. It's an interesting future we live in. Yeah. And I'm not entirely sure how it's all going to play out. The cynic in me says that um, it's going to be bad because... Uh, It'll go the way of the other Google imitations that they've tried in the past. Google well, Plus. That's, well, so Google Plus like came out and for like a year people were like hey you know actually it's not that bad and then for the next six years they're like google what that, that's right that, that's the best thing like it's, it's not that bad <laughs> right that's it's a, not it's not like yo this is awesome you gotta get on here <laughs> but that's not the that bottom bad there yeah, yeah exactly i mean google plus yeah. it's not that bad <laughs> google has a history of launching this product saying like this is the future and then like people being like no it's not <laughs> and then the, like being abandoned right it's like they probably have like really great ideas and they're maybe not utilizing them right or they're not bringing them out at the right time to catch the public's interest or something my, uh, like that. My tinfoil hat theory to tie back to last week's episode is that um, I think people in Silicon Valley are very smart and they're developing a lot of technology that's improving people's lives. A lot of the technology that quite frankly, if you take a step back and look at it, we're basically living in the Jetsons future. Mm. I don't necessarily know if people in Silicon Valley have the pulse of the nation. <laughs> No, I think a lot of them out there are just like, like they're just they're trying to push the future so harder. They think, what is what will that do? What will that do? And yeah. a lot of them are misses. You yeah, know? yeah they're, uh, they're robots essentially. <laughs> so, anyway, that's been technology corner. I do like the fact that uh, the past several weeks on Doomsongs, we've had some pretty heady conversations about technology. It's an interest of mine. Let's talk about something more fun. Wait, can I just side note real quick? Yes, what we absolutely. Because um, you mentioned Silicon Valley and made me think I actually just added this documentary um, on Plex. It's an HBO documentary, though. So if you have that, you can watch it. Mm-hmm. It's called The Inventor. It was mildly in- interesting. It's about this woman. I don't know if you saw me add it. Was Jennifer Lawrence on the cover? It, no, it's Elizabeth Holmes. But oh. She's blonde. She, I could Ma- see maybe. Jennifer yeah. Lawrence, I think, is going to be in a movie about this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I okay. could see that totally. Yeah. This. But so she's essentially she's this woman who came up with the idea of essentially creating this lab kit. You could have it in your house where like, instead of having to do a blood test where they draw like a huge amounts of blood and it's like a, a process, you can basically just do like a, 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 finger, a prick. finger prick and you put it into this thing called she called it an Einstein and it would like run all these different tests and you could get like a bunch of like 200 different results on your blood test, like at home. But like if anyway, you were sick or if it was like if you were diabetes I guess just or do normal. Yeah. Just do whatever you want to check out, like make sure you're healthy or whatnot. And, um, so she like basically, I don't want to give it all away, but she got like all these investors to get into it. Cause like she was very persuasive and, and it seemed like a good idea. And of course, like it, now she's in trouble for like fraud and stuff. And just, she, mean, she basically made it all up, right? Pretty much. I mean, wow. she was like, I mean, obviously she, she idolized people like Steve Jobs and everything, yeah. like these innovators. And she was like trying really hard to do that. And that's the image she was selling. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they, in the documentary, they interview people who work there and like they, they had no product whatsoever. Yeah. I, mean, like, I, wow. I just, yeah. I, I guess when you said that, cause I just learned about this yesterday. Okay. And so if this story interests you, um, there's a bunch of articles about it. Yeah. There's a check it out. podcast, I think called the dropout that did a special series on it. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, and then there's the HBO documentary and, the, the one article I was reading was basically talking about how it was actually kind of funny that all these Silicon Valley rich venture capitalist <laughs> types were just like adamantly refusing to admit that they just got conned. Oh, yeah. They were just like coming up with all these ridiculous excuses. And then it's just like, dude, just say you got conned. Like, exactly. You like, got no, fleeced. None like, of them wanted to admit it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was crazy. Um, yeah. But yeah, sorry to bring that. No, no, that's no, no, that's. I'm glad you brought that up. That's <laughs> very funny. I think I do want to check out that documentary. Uh, real quick before we shift over to fan mail, uh, you boys are pretty big Game of Thrones fans, right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, Jinx again. <laughs> wow, <laughs> scary. Uh, now I, um, I'll talk about this more in depth at a later date. Maybe cl- maybe next week, closer to the premiere of the show. Yeah, well, I'm sure. I mean, I'll be gone next week, but we're planning on doing like a. I'll be back the. Yeah. Whenever we record, it'll be the week, I think, before 
the episode airs and we'll be able to yeah we'll talk about it. actually let's 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 table the game of thrones where are you where are you going nolan i'm going to colorado going to colorado have yeah. you ever been there before i've never been there no. what's the occasion uh my friend Kristen, who and jeff's friend too we all met at the theater uh, okay. she invited me to come out and stay with her because Normally, when she comes out on the East Coast to stay, she usually stays with me. Okay. So it was just one of those times. She's like, "Oh, you got to eventually come out my way and yeah. stay." And I was like, "Yeah, sure." So it just ended up working out. That's awesome. Do you but, have uh, how long are you gonna be out there? Um, a little over a week. It's a hell of a vacation. So, I know. Yeah, it should be a good time. Um, now I don't really know the geography of Colorado. Uh, north state, south, east, west, center. See, I don't know. I think the I mountain think, area. I think Denver. <laughs> <It's the old laughs> I think Denver might be northeast. Okay. Is that where she and is? I close? think she's like maybe an hour outside Denver, but it's a pretty mountainous area. I mean, but like Harrison said, that the whole state is. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like I was also asking her like what kind of clothes I should pack for because I know it can be snowy, but then you're closer to the sun. It's a higher altitude, so you're probably warmer. So, I mean, I didn't really get a conclusive answer. She's like, just pack a bunch of different clothes. I was like, all right, because I think she said yesterday they had like six feet of snow. Oh, my and then, God. And then today it was like 60 so I don't know. Jeez, <laughs> I mean, like, man, I, I'm really not sure like what to pack for out there. Is why, why does anybody live out there? That's a good question. I don't know. And make up your damn mind, weather. Just illegal weed, maybe. Hey yo, <laughs> uh, it looks like this. I have this weird problem with my phone where um, when I Google search on images, it only shows low res images. It doesn't actually oh, load in the higher. It, I hate just that. based on look on on the fact that all these highways seem to be centering on this one area. I'm going to assume that's Denver. And that's sort of like middle of the state, but towards the top. Well, okay. Well, here is the area I'm going to. The area she lives in is Arvada. So can you look that up? Arvada, Colorado. Uh, A-R-V-A-D-A. No. You give it. Okay. Just, now, what's her actual address? And then say it on the air. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but that's cool. So, and you've never been to. Um, nope. I've been to. Okay. It's like right next to Denver. Okay, all right. So it's yeah, you're basically like the top center of the state. Okay, um, I've been to uh, San Francisco too because my dad lives out there, mm-hmm. and um, that's like a super nice area. But I don't know if I may. I mean, I guess maybe we would have flown over Colorado. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, because it's Colorado's kind of like middle. Like, would you classify that as Midwest? Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. like the edge of the Midwest. All right. All right, gang. Um, no break. We're going straight through. Wait, well, hold on. But wait, weren't we talking about something before you asked? You mentioned the game that. Of oh, yes. Did you want to touch on that at all? Um, let me you. get through the fam off. First, okay, I right, am. Yeah, and then we'll see how much time we have left okay. afterwards because we have we have a lot of fam to get through. Okay, man. Um, maybe they'll cut this, or maybe the episode will have a break. Maybe not. But uh, every single week, we put a question on social media. You guys all answer and respond. In order to start off the fan mail segment, I have to reach into the fan mail bag, which I brought here. There's a yes. fan mail bag here. I'm going to reach into the it's bag, impressive. pull out a song. This week's song goes a little bit like, Here we are now going to the tweet side. I mail all my friends and we start to write. Write all night. We write all day. Some may call and some may say. A little Moby. I like that. Moby featuring Gwen <laughs> Stefani. Yeah. It's uh, Southside? Yes. Okay, I was going to say Eastside at first, but... I mean, that's in the song, too. They yeah. go through all the directions. Okay, all right, all right. That's why I got confused. <laughs> um, Jeff's looking real uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't think he knew about this part of the show. Uh, so this week's question was, what is the one best Adam Sandler movie? Now, normally, if you even write anything at all, we're happy. But I wanted to be a little strict with this because it is March Madness, a little competition. Let's see... Amongst our fans, who gets the most? What movie gets the most votes? So that's why I restricted it to one movie. Oh, you, okay. One oh, movie. you're saying for per person? Per gotcha, person, gotcha. one movie. Pick yeah. a movie of Adam Sandler's. Adam Sandler. I think we all have fond memories of his movies. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Um, you can answer these on Twitter. Twitter.com/slash Doom Thugs. Third co-host, third co-chair of the Nobody Cares podcast, uh, Mr. Dante Dom says the Wedding Singer. That's a good call. Mm-hmm. I, I I would have considered that one. That's that's top tier. Our dear friend Bill says, "Big Daddy, if you don't tear up when Julian says, but I wipe my own ass in the courtroom, <laughs> you have no soul." I'm screwed um, with Steve. <laughs> Plus, I mean, you had uh, what was it, Christy Swanson in that? I and mean, that's kind of hard no, to beat. Uh, wasn't Joey Adams? 
Uh, no, the the uh, the girlfriend began. Oh, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you're right. I haven't <laughs> seen it in a long time. You owe me a sausage McMuffin. <laughs> uh, over on Instagram, we're at Doom Thugs. Uh, Amanda says, "Wedding singer." End of discussion. What, I mean, that's two yeah. for wedding singer. Yeah, Christy says to Amanda, "I second this." Oh, okay, so that's a her vote as well. Yep. Uh, Roy Darth Raider says, "Billy Madison." All an- other answers are wrong. That's a classic. The reason is because of the flaming bag of poop scene. <laughs> I still laugh just thinking about it. It's poop again. <laughs> uh, Diana Service eighty two says, "Wedding singer." Wow, wedding singer, it's commanding up. I, I mean, yeah. uh, Sean says, and I think this is a bit of a goof answer. He says, "Rain over me." I love that Zohan character in it. What a goofball! Oh well, I was gonna say he. I mean, he, that might have been serious until he said made the Zohan comment. Yes. Like uh, just Rain over me is actually pretty good. Just kind of I, I don't even think I know what that, that is. That was like a serious role for him. It had Don Cheadle in it. It's like a post nine eleven drama. Yeah, uh, possibly dramedy. It was I, actually it actually was pretty good. Yeah, it's not ringing a bell. Yeah. Uh, Justin says these are fun joke answers, but Jack and Jill is actually the best film of all time. <laughs> I can't comment. I never actually I've saw, never that saw that one. Either. Yeah, either way. Uh, at least I've heard of that one. I mean, yeah. Tiffany H says Billy Madison forever. Okay. Billy Madison. So a couple of votes for Billy Madison. I still yeah. think Wedding Singer is pulling in the lead. Good, great. No yelling on the bus. <laughs> uh, Jake says Billy Madison is the best. Rewatchability is at 100%. This is Billy Madison again? Yes. Okay. Well, it's a, is it neck and neck for... I think it's... I have not been actually... I think it's three for uh, three for Wedding Singer. That might be three or four, four for Billy Madison. Yeah. One, two, three, four. I guess we should have been keeping track. My bad. Uh, I think it's tied through the three right now. Okay, three and three. Or okay. like correct us uh, in the comments of this week's episode. But yes, we should have been keeping track. Yeah. Uh, Kooky Dan says, I think I'm going to have to go with Happy Gilmore. It was the first Adam Sandler movie I ever saw. I remember loving it even more because I was such a hockey nut. We all know we have to go. We all know we have gone to the driving range and hit a couple happy style. That's true. <laughs> that is true. And some of us, me, uh, threw out their shoulder doing that. Oh, shit. Uh, Mike's cousin Joe says, have to go with Happy Gilmore. I've seen it at least 50 times and sporadically yell jackass on the <laughs> course when I play. And yes, I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> That's classic. Um, all in the hip. Mar, Mar Edwards, or Edwards says click. Okay. Oh, click is a good one. First, click is first good. vote for click. Yeah. Over on Facebook, we are facebook.com slash Doom Thugs Podcast. Connie says the cobbler very interesting. The cobbler, the cobbler that came out I want to say in 2015, and he basically, it's a movie about literally he's a cobbler who makes shoes and he can literally walk a mile in other people's shoes and like enter their lives. I guess I never heard of I, that. Yeah, how have I not heard of any of these Adam Sandler movies? Uh, Jessica says click. Duh. Wow. Megan D says it's tough between Billy Madison and Wednesdayer, but Billy Madison is still number one. I believe that puts Billy Madison in the lead. It does four to three. Except right now, Leah says wedding singer all day. One more outburst from you, sir, and I will strangle you with my microphone. <laughs> uh, Mike B says that's my boy. Incredibly underrated and absolutely hilarious. That was pretty funny. You remember I haven't that one, seen Joe? that. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Uh, it's got um, uh, it's Andy Samberg. Yeah, Samberg. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mike Senior says Billy Madison. I think we're tied again. Or no, Billy Madison, Madison takes the lead, yeah. Uh, Jim G, said, guess from what, three weeks ago? Says, Happy Gilmore, Hockey Golf, and The Price is Wrong, Bob. Best oh, lines. Bob Barker cameo, that is classic. Eh? And finally, uh, we had a late coming one uh, over on Instagram. Holly's 12 says, Jack and Jill, hands down. Really? I'm surprised uh, there weren't any Waterboy uh, mentions in there, because I probably would have said that. So uh, did we have one water boy or not? Not one water wow. boy. Wow. And you put that poster up too, didn't you? No. Oh, okay. Right. I was gonna say, um, I've talked about this before that I take the question of the week image very seriously, where I will like try not to lead people to one particular answer. And that's why also I always say things like in the image or a different one. Uh so I put down Billy Madison Happy Gilmore had to. And then I was like, at first gonna put down Waterboy, and I thought, mm, let me do Big Daddy. Yeah, not even expecting Wedding Singer <clears throat> to have that strong of a showing. Yeah, I mean that one showed up. That is a classic, though. You, I mean the '80s soundtrack mm-hmm. and Drew Barrymore, and Julia Gulia. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Do you really want to hurt <laughs> Ooh, me? I like her. <laughs> uh, what about you guys? Well, I was well, going to say probably Waterboy. Waterboy, because I feel like that might have been the f- like 
early on. That would have been one of the first ones I've seen, and mm-hmm. I saw it a lot from him. Yeah. And then maybe maybe Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore like tied neck and neck at two or three. Okay. But definitely Waterboy number Probably one. Probably Waterboy number one. Okay. Okay. Nolan? Um, I think I would have to go with Waterboy as well. I'm just trying to think. I mean, he's got classics. I mean, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison. Yep. And Wedding Singer, they're all really good. But I feel like I probably laugh the hardest at the Waterboy. Like, and I feel like maybe in our group, like me and Jeff, like we quote that one. I would probably say the most, right? Out of all his stuff. Um, Ugh, I feel like. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah I don't know. But yeah, I'm, right. I'm going to have to go with Waterboy as well. Who knows what the team's doing with Farmer Fran in charge? He's <laughs> <laughs> got his good days in his bag. I uh, I think I'm going to have to throw a vote to Happy Gilmore. Okay. Nice. I uh, I think, like you guys were saying, like that's probably the one I've seen the most. That's probably the one that entertained me the longest. I feel like as much as I love Billy Madison and the Waterboy, I felt like Happy Gilmore had longer legs. Yeah. Um, Wedding Singer, I never really got into. I mean, I agree it's a good movie. And then I'm also... I do want to give a special shout-out to... I want to give a special shout-out to... Funny People. Okay. I've never seen that. Funny People is basically kind of sort of Adam Sandler making fun of his own career. Yeah. It does suffer from the Judd Apatow thing of like, it's really funny for the first two thirds and then it gets like way too serious in yeah, the last third. Because I feel like Judd Apatow during that time period, like he got like a little full of himself with yeah. that kind of movie making yeah. like with your the arc you're talking about. So real quick, so, so Waterboy. 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 Happy Gilmore, but that still makes Billy Madison the winner. Yes, by amongst yeah. the Doom Thugs greater community. Yeah, so Billy Madison has the top with five votes. Okay, and then it was tied for second between Happy Gilmore and Wedding Singer at four. Okay, all right. All right. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for writing by, in. Real quick, by the way, I want to say I am oh, right. I am amazed that Jack and Jill got two votes. <laughs> but granted, I have never seen that film. And my special shout out, I want to say, was Little Nicky because I do think that one's pretty funny as well. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that one all the way. That's through That's pretty either. good. It's, it's weird, but it's pretty mm-hmm. funny. So oh, thank you everybody. Uh always appreciate when you write in. That was a good uh good question. Yeah. Um yeah, let's talk about Game of Thrones real quick and then we'll play a game. Nice. Um so Game of Thrones, I watched I was on board episode one, season one back in the day. Yeah, yeah. And then I watched um up until season four and I got kind of frustrated with the show. I might write on my Medium blog uh, more in-depth why I got frustrated with it. Ooh. Or you could do a video essay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Whatever's it's easier for you. It's a lot of writing. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, uh, do you remember what made you frustrated about season four? Basically, my entire argument can be summed up with this. When you expect the unexpected, it's no longer unexpected. Okay. And I was like, holy crap, they're killing off all these char- characters. And then by season four, I'm like, yeah, he's dead. Right. Not unexpected. Right. Um, so that kind of frustrated me. I am glad I took a, this long of a break, though, because I've been catching up thanks to your Plex. Yes. Um, I've been catching up. Uh, I breezed through seasons five and six. Nice. Uh, I wanted to start season seven, uh, but I felt like I wanted to also take a break just because of how quickly I breezed through five and six. Mm. Let yourself digest it a little bit. Yeah, because... To be honest, I didn't really like five that much, and I was thinking to myself, kind of remember why I stopped watching the show. <laughs> Powered through it, watched six, and I'm like, that's the show I remember. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to give myself, but I just want to hear your guys' thoughts. Uh, we're about what the what did we say earlier? Four, three weeks out from the premiere. Oh, final April fourteenth, Sunday night is and the it's premiere. six episodes. Yep, it's a shortened season, but, but the last four episodes are about an hour twenty. So it's about a movie. Each. Yeah. yeah. What are, what are you guys feeling going into this? Uh, well, here's the thing. Jeff and I are actually in the middle of a rewatch right now, too, because we're preparing for the final season. So okay. um, before I went away, when I when I come back, we're going to finish it out. But so we, we, we got all the way up to we finished season five. OK, so the last thing we saw, I mean, do you talk about spoilers on the show? You try to keep it spoiler free. Hey, spoiler warning in about five <laughs> seconds, everybody. We were already talking about Game of Thrones. You probably already fast forwarded this one more I time. Pe- I don't want people to turn your podcast off, though. No, they could just fast forward. Okay. Fast forward by like two minutes. Okay. Um, so starting now. Yeah. Uh, so we we just got to the point where Jon Snow was killed okay. by the Night's Watch. So, um, I mean, I've, I've been thoroughly enjoying the rewatch. Same. Um, I'm trying to. I, I I would probably agree with your comments about five, maybe not being like the best season. Not to say that it's not enjoyable, mm-hmm. but um, I mean, in terms of like uh, character development and arc, there wasn't maybe a whole lot of. I there's mean, a uh, 
there's a term that was invented because we're in the golden age of television called a um, moving the chess pieces around episode. And I felt like season five was a entire season of that. I could see that. Yeah. I mean, I made the comment to Jeff when we got it's basically middle of season four is when Danny gets because I mean, Danny's whole arc is, you know, she starts out with the Dothraki. Then she goes to Karth. That place is weird. She gets out of there. Um, then she goes to Yunkai and then Astapor. And she's basically freeing slaves along mm-hmm. the way. Season middle of season four, she gets to Marine and she stays there. And when I, I said to Jeff, I was like, "Yo, is she here for two and a half seasons now?" And I don't. I mean, we're not wrong. I mean, other stuff happens to her yeah. there. But, but I mean, like, I guess it felt longer watching it real time. Yeah, like since we're just going episode to episode, it, it's not, it's not, not bad. that bad. Yeah, but um, I don't have like an actual timer on the. Right. Um, we're fine. Yeah, but anyway, so I mean, yeah, we've definitely been enjoying the rewatch. Um. It's interesting because season four, I think, had some of maybe the best stuff, at least with Tyrion. That's when he's on trial. Yeah, that was really good. That's some great acting from yeah. uh, Peter Dinklage in that season. Uh, one of the best characters, I mean, it was short-lived, but the Viper. I mean, he was super cool. Yeah, that's Oberyn Martell. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean. Let me let me ask you guys, both, um, do you think, barring them really dropping the ball, that this will end up being your guys' each favorite show? of all time i th- i think it, ha- it has a strong possibility of that i place a lot of faith in um dan and uh, db and dave dan and david are the creators of yeah. the show um here's what i don't want to have happen i'm okay with like a finale that maybe i didn't really want or i just don't want to be disappointed in what i equated to is the lost finale mm-hmm. so here here's the deal like I, I i mean there are plenty of people that like the lost finale no oh, no that's oh, sorry. <laughs> i thought that sentence was going in a different place oh, okay but see what it did for me was it made the entire show not enjoyable like what i want game of thrones to end in a way that like it, it wraps it up in a nice bow where if i wanted to i could be like you know what i'm gonna do the whole i'm gonna binge the whole series again just because mm-hmm. i feel like it I'll never go back and watch Lost because I didn't really care for that finale. And it kind of ruined every other episode, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know if I'm being too harsh. Um, I, oh, sorry, Jeff, do you have, as someone who's seen more of the show than I have, literally by a season, uh, any other comments? Um, no, I would agree with Nolan. Because right. like, if they screw it up, then it just leaves that sour taste in your mouth and you really... It's like we invested like, all this time. It's like, yeah, you go in and you do maybe go rewatch it again. You're like, oh, now I know what's coming up. And it's like, that sucks. So I don't, <clears throat> like I've had theories, joking theories, like, oh, they're going to kill everybody off and whatever. But I just, I don't know. I just. I, you want I, it to be good. I, I want it to be good. Yeah. yeah. But as far as like my favorite show of all time, uh, maybe as far as like, you know, serious like thrillers or dramas go, maybe. But okay. like as like comedies, like. You know, like The Office is still like really funny to me, and you know South Park's still really good. But well, here's a question: Unless you were going to go somewhere else, Eric? oh, I was going to say that. Um, I just have the sneaking suspicion that they will get a good finale, but it might not be the wrap everything up in a nice bow. Yeah, because the thing about the show is that it just plops you into the world and says history existed. Yes, and then I have a feeling that it's going to end the show and say, and things will continue to exist. Right, and like this is just a moment. This is a slice of time in Westeros, and I'm okay with that. I mean, it, like to me, to to sorry, to, no, that's okay. to um to equate it to a movie I love dearly. Um, it reminds me of how Miami Vice is structured, where Miami. Um, Miami Vice basically starts in the middle of Colin Farrell and Jamie Foxx in the middle of a case. They wrap that up. Then they start a new case. And then that case doesn't actually end. It, the movie just ends. I freaking love that opening. Yeah. Where they're just in the club. And it's just like it just drops yeah. you straight but into like, them. But you see what I'm a, saying? Where a, like, yes, yeah, it just drops you in and then it also cuts you off. But it's yes. still like I love that movie and it's satisfying to watch. I agree. I agree. I mean, I was going to equate it to a movie as well with a trilogy, which is the Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. So clearly there's a ton of history that preceded yes. what the films. But I felt like where they left it, character-wise, it's wrapped up nice. Well, I mean, yeah. obviously the world goes on these characters as live on as far but. as i understand and maybe somebody in the audience who's more of an expert will know um the book the similarion or however you pronounce that samarillion or samarillion is the sequel to that trilogy yeah i think jeff is might know more sequel about or that prequel i always thought that so like the hobbit's the prequel right yeah but i thought the samarillion was like a prequel to everything see isn't I, that like setting up like god and all the like different levels of like the angels and this is one of those things elves where honestly and dwarves and kind whatever of talk, it is i'm kind of talking out of my ass but i always thought that this samarillion was like at the end of the the return of the king who gets on somebody gets on the boat frodo 
Frodo gets on the boat and with then, Gandalf and the elves. And then they, they go on an adventure, and I thought that's what the Samarillion was. Um, I, always, I thought they just went up to, like, heaven or something. Oh. Yeah. Are you talking about the end of Lord of the Rings? The end of Return of the King. Yeah, I, I think, from what I've understood about people who have read the books and the universe is, like, mm-hmm. that's their version of of the afterlife they go to like whatever heaven or whatever they call it in Lord, okay. in Lord of the Rings. So I, I mean, I, I've said it about five times already. <laughs> I could be wrong. Um, all right. So, and also I wanted to, I don't know if you guys are doing this, but I thought I heard rumblings that you guys might do a full, nobody cares podcast about game of Thrones before the yeah, uh, start of the season. I'm sure we'll have like a big chunk of it dedicated. Do you think to that. you'll be doing like a weekly check-in as the episodes go on? I'd, I would like to. Yeah. I mean, the, here's, the, here's the hard part. Like, say, for instance, we'd have to be... I don't know if we'll have to be, like, doubling up on a lot of stuff, but, like, you know, the third episode... By the way, I don't know if do, if you... I mean, it's not really spoilers. There was an Entertainment Weekly article about a bunch of stuff, but um, basically episodes three and five of the upcoming season are going to be the big battle episodes. Okay. That's not much of a spoiler. Yeah. I mean, they released in Entertainment Weekly, mm-hmm. so it's not, like, not public knowledge. Right. Um, it's also not saying who's fighting or, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, episode three falls on the same weekend as the Avengers comes out. So there's all <laughs> these things happening. I don't know how we're going to try to balance them on the show. Yeah. Tony Stark we're shows gonna, up in Winterfell. <laughs> we're going to have to have a review episode. and uh, But I mean, that's... that's yeah. uh, nobody cares. I don't know. But yeah, what, what were, you, were you saying something about that here? Were you? No, I was just saying I was, I was trying to tease your guys' show. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, do you guys want to play a game? I'm down. I'm always, always yeah. I'm always All right. down for a game. Our whole game idea was stolen from you guys, so. <laughs> and we stole it from Douglas Movies. <laughs> all right. Um, we're gonna go all the way back. We're gonna go all the way to the way way back and play the OG movie game. Oh shit! The one you invented? Uh, I don't believe. Oh, all right. No, no, that's guess that movie. Okay. Um, was that my phone or? Something? Uh, I think that was my phone. Okay. I just got a text. My bad, guys. Oh, no worries. Um, so here's the way this is gonna work. I'm going to say an actor to Nolan. Nolan then then has to say a movie that actor was in. Okay. So if I say George Clooney, he says Ocean's Eleven. Jeff, you have to say an actor who's in Ocean's Eleven. Oh. And then once you say that actor, then I have to pick a new movie that that actor was in. And I like that. We're just going to go in the circle. Now, here's the tricky part. First of all, this is the very first game we've ever played on the podcast. I still can't explain it right. Um, <laughs> if you get stuck, you can challenge the person previously in the rotation Oh, to like just bring it back to them and be like, you name a movie then, yes. or, or an actor. Okay. So if I'm like some really obscure actor, like let's just pretend like I said Tom Noonan to Nolan and Nolan's like, who the hell is Tom Noonan? Yeah. The name I, sounds familiar. I would be like Monster Squad. It's Frankenstein. And then would okay. it go to me then? So yeah. then the round ends. Once oh. Then I get a point. So actually, do you have a pen? Yeah, I can get it. Or a- can you like keep track digitally? doesn't matter. Uh, sure. Um. We're going to do it. Uh, we don't have a lot of time. So two strikes and you're out. And then obviously when one person's out, we'll do head to head of whoever's head to head. Nice. So I'm going to start. I'm going to throw it to Nolan first. First, uh, first actor or actress. What I'm going to say is Anne Hathaway. Okay. So I just I have to give you a movie now? Yes. Um, <laughs> Dark Knight Rises. Okay. And then I say another actor from that. From Dark Knight Rises. Michael Caine. Okay. Michael Caine. Was in Austin Powers and Goldmember. All right, so I'll go with. <laughs> I could be a dick, but I'll just say Mike Myers. And then I'll have to pick a uh, Mike a Myers home. Uh, Inglorious Bastards. That's a good one. Um, we'll just keep. Okay, I'll, I'll keep it easy just for another rotation. We'll go Brad Pitt. All right, I'll say seven. Morgan Freeman. All right, Morgan Freeman was in Deep Impact. Um, I will go with Lily Sobieski. Wow. <laughs> now, this would be a good opportunity to challenge, but if he says another Lily Sobieski movie, then you get this strike. If Or you can just keep going. Is The Glass House... Is that a thing? Is that is that a movie she was in? Uh, yeah, I believe so. I believe so too. Yeah. Um, Damn, you pulled that out. <laughs> so I'm going to challenge you. <laughs> okay. You have to name another actor that was in the Glass House. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I have. I'm keeping score. I'm, I'm going to look up the Glass House. Okay. Just to make. I, I got, no, I got nothing. 
You got honestly nothing. I yeah. The name just sounded familiar. No, nah, you pulled that out. That was impressive. That was impressive. That well, that was a dick move by Nolan. It was. I was trying to be a dick. Uh, I could have gone with like uh, Elijah Wood. That would have yeah. been easy. So, um, other actors in that movie: uh, Diane Lane and Stellan Skarsgård. Oh okay. shit! I knew the dad was somebody. Yeah. Uh, I forgot right, Diane Lane. So, I challenge you. You couldn't produce. So that means you get a strike. Yeah. But or now, does it just mean you get a point? That we do a strike system in this game. Oh, okay. Because if you get two strikes, then if Jeff gets another strike, he's out. Oh, gotcha. All right. All right. So now, I believe the way this works is that since you got out, then I'm going to throw an actor to you. Okay. I just say anybody. You you, or you have to come up with. I'm going to come up with an actor, and you come up with the movie. Okay, and then it goes to no one. Yeah. Um. Nice. We're gonna do Dwayne the Rock Johnson. There you go. Jumanji. Uh, I will say Jack Black. Jack Black was in a lot of things. Jack Black was in. Oh, man. Actually, now I'm blanking a little bit. <laughs> Oh, he was in um, Envy. Oh, damn. I'm. Can I challenge you? Yeah. To name another person in Envy. Yeah, that's Ben Stiller. Okay. So, so you just knocked Jeff out then? I did. Am I? Oh. <laughs> Sorry. But here's the thing. Now you're the arbiter, so now you can come up with the actor names. Um, I'm sorry to be. I'm sorry to knock you out so swiftly. This is kind of my game that we stopped playing because I kept winning. <laughs> Respect. Respect. What is Envy? I don't know. See, it was a dark comedy that came out. Um, one of them, I believe Jack Black invented the Poobie Gone spray. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. I, I, do, okay, I do remember that. I just never remembered. The, I believe the, Christopher the Walken was in that. I don't remember that. And like he gets, Ben Stiller gets super rich, right? No, or Jack Black. Jack gets, Black gets, and then Ben Stiller's envious. Okay. Uh, I believe that's also that's also the movie. Actually, I know this for sure that uh, there's a running gag, a running gag about the dessert flan, which is a gelatinous, oh uh, yeah, jello type dessert. Um, all right, so then Jeff, you throw an actor to Nolan. Give me somebody good, Jeff. Tom Hanks. Um, I will go with Castaway. <laughs> <laughs> I will go. There's a few people in there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, Wilson, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's Helen Hunt, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so then you have to name a movie Helen Hunt was in. Um, I will go What Women Want. Okay. Uh, Mel Gibson. I will go Braveheart. That's a good one. I believe Brendan Gleeson was in that movie. Um. Is that the uh, the red haired dude? Yeah. Okay. He's John C. McCloy in Mission Impossible. Oh shit! Sorry. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna name a different movie, but um, wait, Brendan Gleeson. I'm trying to remember what he looks like. I mean, you can say the one I just said. Nah, that's cheating. Um, if I'm correct, was he in in Bruges? Yes. Okay. All right. I'll go in Bruges. I was gonna say like Placid. Oh, okay. Yeah. Could done like Placid. Yeah, yeah. tried. I would have um, known that though. Uh, Rafe, not Ralph. Rafe finds was go. in in Bruges. Um, I will go. Red Dragon. Ricky Tan's boat. <laughs> Red Dragon. Um, I'm trying to think of something different here. Yeah, I mean, there's still plenty of people in that. But all right, I'm gonna make it interesting. Yeah, uh, Emily Mortimer. Um, I will go. Punch Drunk Love? she in that? Yeah. All right. Punch Drunk Love also starred Louise Guzman. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, Louise Guzman. I got a Louise Guzman movie. Um, He wasn't in... Do TV shows count? No. Was he in Con Air? I don't think so. Shit. Nope, that's a strike Damn. to you, Nolan. Damn, all, right. Yeah. all right, so now, so Noel, since this is a heads up, Nolan kept saying movies and I was saying actors. So now, Jeff, you throw an actor to, no, you throw an actor to Nolan and then Nolan keeps saying actors and I'll keep saying oh, movies. Okay. Okay. 
So you, you I need an him, I need an actor to give me. Wait, I guess no, because I gave him an actor. I gave him Tom Hanks the first time. Oh, that's right. Oh, so, so, so now do I give Harry him, an actor? Yeah, then give me that. See, this is why we don't play this game anymore. <laughs> and this is the conversation we have every time I try right. to revive the game. <laughs> Let's see. Let's give somebody good here. Michael Keaton. Okay. Um, Michael. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go hard this whole time. Do um, it. Michael Keaton was in Multiplicity. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I can't remember what the actress's name is. Mm, I never saw that. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Kelly Preston. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Andy McDowell. Yes, that's right, right, out could, right out I the could, gate. I couldn't remember Groundhog's her name. Day. Damn. That is your that is your game, hair. Yeah. That's solid. I uh, mm. you know. <laughs> it's like it's like I I know you guys have I mean, well, I know and I know you have this feeling to say like a uh, Halo. Where it's like you're so dominating in it that like you have to be king of the castle the whole time. You can never let up. You can never play casually. Yeah, I remember uh, one time way after like this was definitely during the life cycle of the 360. You busted out a um, it was a copy of Halo and oh yeah, you were showing me like the reload trick. Oh, where you can yeah, like you can cancel the reload so you essentially make it quicker. Yeah, yeah. Halo Two was completely broken. Yeah. I mean. That was the game where you could like you could bring out your sniper, you can aim in on somebody real quick, switch to the sword and hit the trigger, and you'd fly across the map and hit them with the <laughs> what sword. the yeah. hell? Yeah, yeah. I think that's why I was so bad at Halo <laughs> too. Um, do you remember when we went over to your house and all the cousins were there? It was uh, yes, Brian and Ben, and, and me and Jordy played a team. It was two against four of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we killed you guys. So it was so it was me, Ben. That's two. Brian. You, Jordy, five, and then definitely Jim and Mike. Yeah. I don't remember if Bill was there, but it was basically you and Jordy versus, yeah, four people because yeah. there was one odd man out. Right, right. And you guys still won, <laughs> like a lot. <laughs> I mean, who who knows how many hours we sunk into that game? I mean, I probably don't want to know. It's coming to PC. There you go. Yeah, that's Halo's cool. going to the PC? Yeah, Steam. that Halo collection they just oh, announced. Yeah. With Reach. Yeah, that's cool. Reach was a great Are they game. like... Um, High def. Yep, remastered 4K, the uh, 60 frames per second. Wow, that's nice. Yeah. Well, I don't want to go back to gaming because we're wrapping it up here, but that's fine. So, I mean, you heard about how like Microsoft is essentially. I mean, I guess people could still buy an Xbox One if they wanted to, but they're making all the games available for games for Windows. So, really, if you do, you could just have a PC. You wouldn't have to have an Xbox One. Yeah. So, and that's also ties into their Game Pass thing, right? Because they want to, like we said earlier in the show, they want to. They've wanted to do streaming only for since the beginning of this life cycle. Microsoft. Right. Yeah. But now if you have a high-end rig, you wouldn't have to worry about missing out on games that would only be released on the Xbox. Most likely, no. It's not quite there yet. But right. I think but it's going to be that's there what soon. I'm, that's what I think the understanding yeah. is. Uh, it's interesting. It's interesting oh, yeah. times. Definitely. It's um, exciting. Yeah. So anything else you guys want to talk about, Jeff? Anything? As a first-time guest... <laughs> Uh, a quick shout out to for everybody listening. If you want to, shortly we're going to go see us with the Nobody Cares crew. And if you wanted to, you can roll on over to um, the Nobody, Nobody Cares. Cares podcast. I, I promised I was going to give you a shout out. You jumped the gun on me. My bad. No, I'm no, sorry. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> you can let me self promote a little bit. There's no wrong time to <laughs> self promote. Um, but yeah, so hold on. We can do this. Hey, everybody. Thank you again for joining us. Oh, I forgot to say at the top of the show, this is episode 241. Oh, awesome. Completely nice. forgot. Wow. It's a good number. Episode 241. 241, yeah. Uh, recording live from Montco. Uh, everybody, thank you again so much for tuning in. Uh, hopefully, Mike will be back next week. Like I said, yeah. at the top of the show, Mike, love you and miss you. Love you, Mike. Uh, we, Jeff, uh, every at the end of every single podcast, we have the guests give grades so on a grade of f to a or a plus how do you think we did uh, i'm gonna say give me to be a solid a all right fair enough cool fair good. Enough. um as always uh follow us on social media please 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 leave a review on itunes i know it seems dumb but it really helps us uh if you ever want to drop us a line you can call us i don't know the voicemail but it's all over our social media um if you ever just want to like say something randomly just do that on our social media you can email us um now we we don't have a contact form anymore on the website but our email address is there 
follow me on Twitter at Dr. Awesome, or some people say Drawsome, at Drawsome86. I always thought it was Drawsome for the yep. longest time. Uh, follow Mike at Super Dino Mike. You can read my Medium blogs at medium.com slash at Harrison Perp. And for whatever reason, I always read his uh, handle as Super Dino Mike. Okay. But like Flintstones? Right. Yeah. I can see that. That's just me. <laughs> um, hey, spring is here, everybody. Weather's yes. turning. I know it's been raining the past couple of days, but the weather is turning. You don't need that heavy winter coat anymore. Next thing you know, it'll be warm and not dreary. And then, hey, summer. Yeah. The nice thing is March came in like a lion, so it's going to go out like a lamb. So. I've never heard that before. You've never heard, heard that? that expression? Yes, I have. Oh. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thank you, you me. so Thank you so much for listening. And uh, everybody have a good day. Goodbye. Bye. When she wind up, she bottom, she go like a rocket. Jump in the line.